Welcome everyone to VLGA Connect and our weekly newsroom segment with the CEO of the VLGA, Catherine Arndt. Hello, Catherine. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm very well. What about you? I'm doing well. I cannot believe we're at the 7th of December. We're almost to the finish line. In terms of VLGA Connect and newsroom, we're almost to the finish line anyway. Well, well only for the end of the year. I mean, of course, we will continue um, into the new year and may well, in fact, have a summer edition, um, depending on what comes up. Uh, I, I suspect following the Premier's announcement on Sunday uh, about a COVID-safe summer plan, there will be a lot of, um, I guess, parts of that plan that will be relevant to local government, particularly as people, more people are getting out and about. Very true. And I'm, I'm looking forward to when we catch up next week, I think we're going to try and take a bit of a look back over what we've done this year. You know, just in my head, the numbers are, I think, are pretty staggering, the number of people we've connected with and the number of people around the sector we would have touched in some way across the nine, 10 months or so of doing these. Absolutely. The engagement has been phenomenal. We've had, what are we up to, 100 and almost I think today yes mm. that's right so close to 130 episodes uh, of course we've got these episodes also as podcasts which I think we've uh, exceeded over 500 um, listening or hits of those podcasts so across the board we've really uh, covered a lot of the sector but not only in Victoria I mean we've had interstate viewers uh, and of course uh, on the 17th of December, we have our end of year finale live panel discussion, which is a global CEO panel. And we're absolutely delighted to have with us there Anne Doherty from Cork City Council. We've got Jim Savage, or Savage, I should say, from um, Aberdeenshire Council. Um, and he also has a leadership role in one of the peak bodies there. And they'll be joined by our very own Kelly Grigsby from Wyndham City Council and also Kerry Robinson from uh, Blacktown City Council. So I think this will be a really uh, interesting panel to end the year on. Of course, in the UK, unfortunately, they're still in the thick of COVID, whereas we uh, fortunately are coming out the other end of that. So I think there will be some, some learnings for our overseas panellists um, and, and vice versa. So I expect we'll have a, a, a terrific international audience uh, in that live panel, and I encourage all of our viewers to register. Catherine, I think there's potential, depending on how this goes, to see that expand too, perhaps in the new year, because when you think about what's happening in the US, Canada, even New Zealand, et cetera, similar experience to ours, we could bring a, you know, a few global panels together, I reckon, and get some interesting insights. As Look, we, we could, uh, and, and, and local government is at the forefront of, of the response in so many ways. And that isn't unique to Victoria, it's not unique to Australia, it's a global um, issue for local government. And of course, our partner in this particular live panel, LGIU, is an international think tank for local government. Their headquarters are based in the UK, but they do have members in the US as well, I understand, as well, of course, they've set up recently in Australia. So it'll be our great pleasure to also look at some future collaborations with them and try and bring together, um, you know, our colleagues from, from overseas, because ultimately we're all experiencing the same challenges. 
and uh, it would be good to be able to share our learnings. The other angle to that is the opportunity that this year has brought for your organisation, the VLGA, to work with LG Pro, where I'm representing just at the moment, as well as now LGIU, as you say, an international think tank. I think the, the digital way of communicating this year, if it's had any silver lining, it's been the way it's brought some of those collaborations together. Yes, look, I know when we spoke with the Minister for Local Government last week, and he was very generous with his time, um, he did say there's probably no good things that have come out of COVID. And of course, I appreciate that. But I think one of the um, opportunities that have has been embraced is the use of digital platforms like the one that we're using today, but also how important and I think it has been to really strengthen partnerships and collaborative endeavours because we're all in it together. I know that's a bit of a cliche, but it's true. And certainly the VLGA um, over the past, well, since my time at the organisation, I can't comment before that, really our work has been about extending our partnerships and collaboration because I think we can achieve more when we're working together. And um, I'm really pleased, Chris, that we've been able to join with LG Pro in such a proactive and constructive way to offer support to our members. You mentioned the Minister, he's going to be pretty busy in the first part of the year. He's agreed to officially open LG Pro's annual conference in February. I think you've got him lined up to do a few things as well for the VLGA, have you not? We have, absolutely, Chris. And, and just um, really pleased too that the VLGA will be participating on a panel at, your, at the LG Pro conference, a governance panel, looking forward to that. It's such an important issue for the sector, of course. But the Minister will be opening our annual Fast Track Councillor Leadership Program. I think that's on the 5th of March, Friday the 5th of March. So registrations are open now and, and certainly all councils will be getting an invitation probably tomorrow. Um, they're going out as we speak. And he's kindly offered to participate in a Q&A as part of um, that program, which we've found incredibly useful in past years. Uh, looking forward to that. And he'll also be present at our Heart Awards ceremony, which we'll host in, I think, late February. Um, unfortunately, due to COVID, we weren't able to have our annual Heart Awards ceremony this year, but we're having a small event on the 19th of February next year. So stay tuned for that. Indeed. Now, in other news, the announcement of the, uh, the new um, affordable housing policy as part of the state budget, um, you've been thinking about what that means for the planning system and for local government? Yes, and the VLGA has been uh, approached by the ABC a few times now to provide comment on that, including Richard Willingham, the state political correspondent. You know, the, the original announcement of that policy indicated that um, councils and communities would be uh, consulted. And clearly the detail that's now being released to support that would indicate that that intention to consult is still there. However, it does have a few um, unique aspects that perhaps weren't as clear when the policy was originally announced. And that is that the ability to um, go to VCAT will be reduced in some situations depending on the size of the build. So the VLGA in terms of our comment, I guess, to the media has been that we would hope on behalf of the sector that the 
state government's intent to consult is a genuine one and we would anticipate that is the case because clearly councils as a responsible authority for planning applications and also in terms of um, planning for their municipal community need to have some ability to provide input into those, um, those planning developments. One thing that the VLGA did note with interest was the fact that um, Lily D'Ambrosio's uh, portfolio, Minister D'Ambrosio's portfolio now has um, uh, some authority or responsible oversight in this new um, affordable housing policy. And I guess our observation of that is perhaps that the planning system in Victoria is incorporating some of those other aspects such as the Climate Change Act, Environment Protection Act that aren't necessarily included in the 87 Planning and Environment Act. Okay. So I think watch this space is the, is the message there. Now, it wouldn't be uh, right at the moment if we didn't check in on how the induction program is going. I'm looking at the social media accounts of the VLGA. You've been turning up virtually everywhere around the state at the moment. Well, we virtually have been. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So we're running some of those face-to-face, -face, but of course, um, some councils are still keen for us to deliver those virtually. But oh, look, we've been everywhere. So if you'd like to know where we are today or um, this week, check out our, our social media pages for that. But really pleased to be um, working with councils on this important um, you know, matter of councillor induction. We have a significant number of new councillors and they're, you know, I guess really waiting to get their running legs on and, and you know, get into the work of being a councillor and we're pleased to be able to support them in that. You've just reminded me, we really should make it, I think, required listening or viewing for, for not just councillors but council employees who handle information. An interview we did last week for VLGA Connect with David Wolf from IBAC, it's getting a lot of attention, I notice, online, so I think uh, the material is very relevant right now, uh, particularly for new councillors coming to grips with their role, I think. Yes, I think that that was such an important interview, Chris, and, and when I listened to it, what really struck me was the narrative that, that David Wolfe, in his capacity as Deputy Commissioner of IBAC, but also having that experience as a former Chief Municipal Inspector, talked about just the behaviour and the culture of, of a councillor group um, and, and even the administration and how sharing information publicly can undermine the trust the community has in that councillor group. And, of course, we've seen, unfortunately, a little bit of sharing of, of information that's or, or the things that have happened in the chamber externally, even recently with mayoral elections. Um, and, you know, whilst, of course, uh, someone who may have been aspiring to be elected as a mayor would be, of course, disappointed if they didn't get that position, sharing some of the conversations that might have taken place in the chamber with the community or on social media pages doesn't really bode well for building trust and respect from the community in that council group who have to work together and have to work with the administration over the next four years. So we recommend that. I think it's episode uh, 124, if you check that one out, on the VLGA Connect playlist on the VLGA YouTube channel. Uh, Catherine, we're going to have to draw a line there and start uh, preparing for our year-end 
retrospective. I think it's going to take a little bit of effort to prepare for next week. I think so. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it could be quite exciting and, uh, um, you know, uh, the finale of the year. All right. Always good to talk. Thank you, Catherine. Have a great week. You See too, you Chris. Take care. See you. Catherine Art, the CEO of the VLGA, with us as she is each week on the VLGA Connect Newsroom. Thanks for your company. Bye for now.